When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We asked you earlier in the show, should the Browns go after Jimmy G? Jacoby Brissett, the backup. Deshaun Watson, out six weeks at this moment. Suspended for six weeks for... A grand total of, I think the high number was 24 open civil cases. He settled all but one. But these were public, public accusations from 24 separate women, all alleging very similar stuff. And an independent arbitrator, a judge, um, ruled that whose specialty is not this area of law, but instead, I think, intellectual property right or patent law. For some reason, the, the NFL selects her to... to decide this, um, seem to rely heavily on precedent, NFL precedent, in coming to her conclusion here and giving six weeks. I thought the whole idea of taking it away from Roger Goodell is to get away from precedent. Well, if the, if the arbitrator, if the judge is going to rely on precedent, then what, why even go outside the NFL? The whole point is to set a new precedent. But anyway, that was not done. He has six weeks, six games he's going to miss. Mina Kimes, ESPN NFL analyst, weighed in on it. I find this incredibly difficult to square with her ultimate conclusion, which was based on Preston, but also her own interpretation that what took place was not violent. Field, the CDC defines sexual violence as sexual activity where consent is not freely given. I don't understand how she felt The behavior she lies out in painstaking detail did not meet that standard. And I suspect many people who know victims of sexual violence, who have been victims themselves and survivors, Mm. probably feel the same way today. Yeah, by the way, I don't think you need to. I mean, Mina Kimes doesn't specialize in that area of the law and seems obvious to her. It does seem like there is like the judge was making a distinction. Maybe between violence being the point versus some kind of uh, other kind of gratification being the point. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that there isn't violence involved. I think Mina makes an obvious and good point. Yeah. And that's one of the things that, that that was head scratching to me um, is that she also determined that Deshaun Watson wasn't a repeated offender, Max. And for me, that, that, that's tough when you have not one, but two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, all the way up to the, to the 20s. Because if you, you do something once and then you do something twice. Right. If someone had, if, if someone had made the accusation, a credible accusation, uh, earlier, like when it first happened, yeah. and then these things would have trickled out as they're each their separate thing, then he would have been a repeat offender. <laughs> but because they got all lumped together, he's not a repeat offender, it seems to yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. boggle the mind. Yeah. But also, um, she goes and said in a report that the pattern of conduct is more egregious than ever reviewed by the NFL. <laughs> so when I'm thinking about that, 
How, how does that equate to six games? And, and let me say this first, though, because we also got to be sensitive to the women that are involved. And I don't think there's a, a number of games that can make them feel any different than what they feel right now. So we also got to say that, and people got to keep that in mind when we say, hey, I thought it would be this. I wish I will say this, that. Harry, about that. They settled. And even if someone, it's financially, the, it's the right move for them to settle, they did settle, and they've taken their their civil cases away. They no longer exist. Now, from the point of view of the league, not from the point of view of the women, they had to experience what they experienced, or they didn't have to, they did experience what they experienced, and they wound up settling out of court with Deshaun Watson, all but one still. Mm -hmm. This is something else. This is about the integrity of the shield, right? This is about the brand, the NFL brand. And what kind of damage a player's behavior did to the brand. A court of law is one thing I've been saying. Just because the, it's difficult to prove a crime, because it's he said, she said, does not mean that you lower the standard, lower the burden of proof from the accuser simply because it's a hard crime to prove. Even in, a, in, in this social political climate, you don't lower the burden of proof because it's a hard crime to prove. That said, this is not he said, she said. It's he said, she said, and she said, and she said, and she said, and she said, up to 24 she's. So it's one thing to say, yes, but in a court of law, you have to take each individual case one at a time. That's fine. We're not in a court of law. Mm -hmm. We're in a court of public opinion. And in fact, that's the court that the NFL is interested in here. That's why they have a suspension, an extrajudicial suspension, right? Hey, even though this got handled, there are no criminal charges, and the civil cases you settled all but one— we have our own brand to worry about. Well, a six-game suspension, if you're worrying about, your, about public perception, it is difficult to turn off your brain to think that nothing happened when 24 separate women are telling largely the same story. One needs to turn off their brain. Especially, I don't see how you otherwise how you get there. And from the NFL's perspective, especially when you're dealing with the NFL and their shield and how people portray it already – when it comes to protecting women and how the NFL wants to grow their uh, woman audience, I don't, I don't think this sits well yeah. in those regards either because they have dropped the ball in the past. Think about Ray Rice, though. When his stuff first came out, and I understand it's, it's different times and you're, you're on a different CBA, but initially, remember, the NFL issued a two-game suspension. Well, there, no one's seen the video yet. Exactly, but then the video came out. And, he got and they had egg suspended. on their face, and this is one of the reasons – that Jerry Jones, I think, was arguing, hey, we need to take this out of Roger Goodell's hands. Because it's very easy for Roger Goodell, who works for the owners, to become the face of everything you don't like about the league, Mm -hmm. right, in terms of this stuff. And so they took it out of his hands. Now the question remains, why did they select a judge where this is not really her area of expertise? Is it because, and I posed this question earlier in the show to Jeff Darlington, and he thinks it is, it's like a conspiracy type theory, but he does not think it's credible. But I, I, I put a kind of a couple of different theories I've read in recent, in the last 24 hours, where maybe they intentionally, I put them together mm. and, and asked the question, is it possible that the NFL, or is it credible, that the NFL selects a judge intentionally, where this is outside of her area of expertise, so that she may arrive at their desired conclusion, conclusion which is not so much of a punishment, so that the NFL can step in and play the good guy and say, hey, that's not enough. 
jack up the punishment of another couple games and still have him suspended for less than half a season. Mm. Because if the NFL here steps in, appeals it, does this, that, adjusts it, and in the end, Roger Goodell, who's the final arbiter anyway, right, after all this song and dance, says another two games. Now the NFL gets to take a bow. He still hasn't been suspended even half a season. Yeah. That's Darlington did not Jeff Darlington did not feel that's credible, but I do want I wonder it aloud, you know. I mean, it's, I mean, you got to factor a lot of things here. Like, like it's a lot of things that play into it, though, Max. And I don't know. It's just it's just one of those situations that you never wish would happen because you don't. I'll be honest, you don't want to sit up here and and talk about these things. But they they arose, and we have to because it's dealing with the National Football League. It's dealing with Deshaun Watson, who plays in the National Football League. And when you look at his career moving forward, is he going to be able to remove this stain? I'll be honest and tell you, no. It's going to, I think it's, it's always going to be there, regardless of how well he does, because um, let's just say he goes on and have a phenomenal career, and let's just say he makes it to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. It's going to be brought up then. Like, it's always going to be that dark cloud hanging over the show. Ben Roethlisberger, people still think yeah, about it. Yeah, to this day. It sullied him in a way, in a way that was, uh, did ir- irreparable damage to his reputation. Yeah. Now, not for all football fans. They, you know, but I, I, I'll say this. The issue with businesses, with corporations, is that like when the NFL, NFL cares and they show a heartbeat and they do this for raise awareness for that and they give back to the community, the reason they're doing that by and large, is because it's good for their bottom line. Mm -hmm. It is to consider the reason businesses must be regulated and corporations regulated doesn't have to do with their good or their bad. They are, I mean, by and large, they... uh, Of course it's good because it creates jobs and wealth and... but, But they are amoral. The job of a corporation or a business is not to be moral one way or another. It'd be like getting mad at a shark for eating, for taking a bite out of a seal. That's what they do. They don't consider the morality. They're hungry. They got to eat. Corporations' job is to make money. Businesses' job is to make money. Um, The NFL is a business. Its job is to make money. It is amoral. Now, because it is good for their bottom line, good for business, to put a moral face on it, because there are people who work in the NFL who are people and genuinely good people, and they would like to be involved in a constructive enterprise, the NFL will, will kind of put a, a, a happy face on things and spin it. But they, the calculation usually is what is best for our bottom line. Do you know when the NFL got into social justice stuff and everything? It became bad for their bottom line not to. You know when Kaepernick was drummed out of the league? They felt, in their analysis, it was good for their bottom line to drum them out of the league. You know when they started having second thoughts? They thought... Wait a minute, the, t- the tide has turned, right? Yep. It doesn't mean the NFL is good or bad. It's good in the sense that we all love it, right? It's a great, it's great distraction. It's great entertainment. But they make the decisions based off their bottom they line. They make it the, because it's a business. That's the nature of the thing. Correct. The real issue is the fact that, you know, they, 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 they're in a position where they're forced to put a certain face on it, and then we call them hypocritical for not leaving, living up to that standard, which is, you know, a standard there because, as I said, it's good for their bottom line. Andrew Brandt, former Fet Packers vice president, is with us now. He's the executive director of the Morad Center for the Study of Sports Law at Villanova. Andrew's been tweeting and has been writing about the Watson ruling in depth. You can follow him at Andrew Brandt. Good morning, Andrew. Uh, welcome to the show. <clears throat> what did you think of the suspension? 
Max, always a pleasure. I mean, my first reaction was like everyone. It seemed light, and then I got into the opinion. And I'm reading the opinion as a lawyer, and I'm like, okay, this is going bad for uh, Deshaun Watson, right? She, Judge Robinson, the independent hearing officer picked jointly by the league and the union, agrees with the NFL. They've met their burden of proof. He's a predator. He's egregious. There's sexual assault. That's in the opinion. And I'm reading this and I'm going, wait a minute, how we get into six games with all this? The way it reads, it's going to be a year plus. And then I see the determination where it turns on a dime that this is nonviolent sexual assault. So I guess they're distinguishing. They don't mention any names from the Roethlisberger, Elliot, Kareem Hunt, Josh Brown, Ray Rice, because those were quote unquote violent. And they say the most given out by the NFL for nonviolent has been three games. And we hear that's Jameis Winston for what he did with an Uber driver. So I'm trying to figure out like everyone. So where does this turn to nonviolent? I'm sure this is triggering to so many that have reached out to me saying that, of course, it's violent. Of course, what he did is violent. And it screams out for an appeal. And as people may not know, or they probably do, if the NFL appeals, they're appealing to themselves. <laughs> and they will increase the suspension. And they will probably give a fine if, if they appeal. So now people say, well, why wouldn't they appeal? Maybe they won't appeal for one of two reasons. Number one, they are respecting the process. They don't want to overreach into Judge Robinson on her first case. They are going to deal with her again. They've established this new process, and they will maybe show complete deference to her. Or number two, and or number two, owners, not only Jimmy Haslam, owners come to Goodell and say, let's stop it. Let's just move on. Let's stop the conversation about this. Let's bring it on the field. So I know this, Max. I know if they appeal, this suspension will increase. But I don't know if they will. Hey, Andrew, very, Andrew Brandt, former Packers uh, VP, uh, is is with us now talking about the Watson suspension. Andrew, quickly before Harry Harry has is, is curious about some stuff too, obviously. Yeah. But it seems to me that you bring in an outside ar- arbitrator or arbiter of this whole thing because you want to rely less on precedent. Why then did she rely on precedent for that? What do you need an independent judge for? Great question, and I think part of her ruling is part of what we're seeing here is that she is new and she is different. If this was ruled on by Judge Goodell, which it still may be, we're gonna, we would see a lot more, right? Because his baseline has been much bigger. I mean, his baseline has been six, eight, ten games. But her baseline is an unknown. And she may be talking to her husband or her best friend and saying, you know what, I just gave out a robust, harsh, severe penalty. She doesn't know. I mean, she probably thinks she gave out a very harsh penalty. And that's the difference. Well, Andrew, I got to ask you this. When you see things in that report like not a repeated, uh, repeated offender, 
but you have yeah. 24 women. How does that equal up to one another? I don't, I don't. That didn't make sense to me as well. Yeah, I think what you're referring to is first offense as a mitigating factor. That struck me, Harry. That struck me. First offense? Because it's been going on for 17 months. Because Jenny Vrantris in the New York Times reported reaching out to 66 women because there's been a pattern of behavior to go to massage for more than massage. That struck me as well. And before I forget, I want to get this part into the discussion. She put into this opinion, she put into this opinion a no outside massage clause that he cannot seek massage from people not associated with the team for the rest of his career. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, how do you enforce that? Well, you enforce that for the short term as a condition of reinstatement after six games. So if he's reached out, which he's shown a pattern of doing, Instagram or however, for massage, which obviously was not massage, he's not going to be reinstated. Now, how do you enforce it for the rest of his career? Who knows? I don't know how that happens. Talking to Andrew Brandt, former Packers VP. Um, what's your biggest takeaway from all this, Andrew? You know, Max, I've been critical of the union uh, for some of these deficiencies that I see. That's a whole nother discussion about the CBA and the way the owners have gotten what they wanted business-wise over the last 15, 20 years. But I give kudos to the union where credit is due. They've changed the system. They've taken it out of Judge Goodell, and they've, whatever you want to call it, they've got a win here. They have made a win by changing the process. Now, a lot of people are saying that's a disgusting win, but the whole idea of representing a union is to have precedent for the next case that maybe won't be as disgusting, that maybe won't seem as negative as this. So having said that, having said that, good judge Goodell could still get involved. And, you know, what they didn't do was keep Goodell out of it on the appellate process, the appeal. So that's going to be the next step here to watch. So in terms of future punishments in the NFL, the only thing that's really changed, it seems to me from your description, is that um, – Goodell can decide on a case-by-case basis whether he wants to be the guy making the decisions, right? Because he can decide to appeal to himself, or he can just let it go and say, well, this wasn't my decision. So the, the upshot is Goodell has now has the choice to make the decision or not. Is, is that incorrect? That is correct. Hmm. And there is no way in my mind, zero, I give it zero percent, that if they appeal, it stays at six games. I, I'm confident saying that. I'm less confident saying they'll appeal. So, again, this sounds really weird for me to say this. If they appeal, he'll get a worse suspension, and he'll get a big fine. But they might not appeal, and that's going to be a really blow. So they're going to lose out on the court of public opinion in this one of two ways. Well, but I can understand why, don't. Andrew, because because Goodell can sit there. Could you imagine the press conference? Um, are you going to appeal? Uh, well, I don't know yet what I'm going to appeal. I have no idea what the what the judge is going to say. But you're the judge. 
<laughs> you know, like right. in other words, in other words, uh, he, the, the he the the only difference I can see between now and before all this is that Goodell once upon a time had to be the one making the ruling, and now if he doesn't want to be, he doesn't have to be. Get him. right, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's this win to to on the first part of the process. It just seems so icky. I know that's a weird word, but. This, by the way, and I know this has been out there for months, this is the best contract in the history of the sport. And it goes to this guy. It go, it's not Aaron Rodgers. It's not Tom Brady. It's not Pat Mahomes. It's not Josh Allen. It's this guy. So all of this is just a, a bad look. But as you said in the open, it's a business. The Browns said to themselves, we'll never get a guy like this. He'll never be a guy like this in free agency. They probably said the PR is going to be bad, but it'll die down, and it's a long-term play. But all of this kind of stinks. That is Andrew Brandt, former Packers VP. Thanks for your time this morning, Andrew. Appreciate it. Pleasure, guys. Take care. Thank you. We are presented by Progressive Insurance and – we can. We have more on this topic. We have more on the Browns and their quarterback situation. What this means for uh, Jacoby Brissett, Jimmy G, the Cleveland franchise. Let's not forget the dog pound. The fact that there's even a, a franchise in Cleveland right now called the Browns is because they have a rabid fan base. Oh yeah that has supported that team through thick and thin, and when the franchise was taken away from them and relocated, they had a grassroots organization and kicked up so much stuff that the NFL finally said, okay, 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 okay. you can have another franchise called the Browns and you get to keep the Browns' history. So this is big stuff in that neck of the woods. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We 
have enormous breaking news from the National Football League. Adam Schefter, the decision has been made. What can you tell us? Sue L. Robinson, the retired federal judge, handed down her decision. Deshaun Watson has been suspended for six games. DeAndre Hopkins has been suspended for six games for a PD violation. I think Zeke Elliott had six games for um, accusations of domestic violence, so there is no penalty that kind of goes back in time and has these women not experienced the things that they experienced, so there's no penalty that solves that. Joining us now here on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, Harry Douglason for Key and Jay today is, you may remember this guy, who was the number one overall draft pick from the New York Jets, Keyshawn Johnson, what have you been doing since you retired from football? Trying to stay away from you and Jay as long as possible. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> doing a pretty good job of it. I see you all over, uh, all over uh, Instagram. Every time I look at Instagram, you're on vacation, you're having a birthday party, something. <laughs> yeah, well, that's part of growing up, I guess, right? I mean, that's all part of the plan. What did you, yeah, you look like you're having a good, it looks like it's been a good vacation. What, what, do, you, what do you think of the suspension, Key? Six games for Deshaun. Um, I mean, it, you know, you, you, you look at it and you say, you know, I probably, if it was me, I probably would have handed down a little harsher penalty. Um, but I also understand the former federal judge and Sue Robinson and her findings and all the different things that she thought, you know, was, was, was in her findings that she felt like six games was enough. Uh, a lot of people think that the NFL may have botched this, but I'm like the NFL asked for a year. It wasn't the NFL's decision. So, you know, you, you have to, take the good with the bad in this situation and and um that's what it is the six games i mean what what else what else can you do yeah. i would have given him more but i'm not the person handing the suspension down yeah key i understand where you're coming from because me personally i would have given him more as well um i think the head scratching thing about this whole ordeal and, and these findings is that she used words words like egregious um predator he can't he, she recommended that deshaun watson doesn't get another massage from anyone outside of the team's facility for the rest of his career. Um, she felt like it was sexual assault. Um, all these things, uh, it's, it's head-scratching to me because when, when you say all those things and you mention all those things, it doesn't equate to six games to me. But on the flip side of it, for the NFL, do you think the league will appeal the decision? No, I don't think the league will appeal it. I think the league will move forward uh along with the NFL PA and she used, she used those words and, and you know, this Harry, she's a federal judge. So she had to take the emotional part of it out of the equation and, and do what her trained mind has told her as a federal judge, how to handle the books and how to do things a certain way from an emotional standpoint. I'm sure she, you know, could have done, many different things. You could have suspended him as long as she wanted to, but she had to take the emotional side out of it. And I think, you know, that's a tough situation, especially for someone who happens to be a, a female and a judge at the same time and has all the facts in front of her and looking at it, but yet and still, remember, he never was charged. Everything was a civil suit at the in the end. And so she's got to make the, the smart decision and not the emotional decision. 
Key, I know how you're going to answer this. However, Jimmy G is out there. Now, if it's six games, they have Jacoby Brissett. We, we, we've been over this on this show. Key, if they can go four and two, something like that. How should they handle their quarterback situation? Just give Brissett the ball. This is what he's there for and, and do as good as he can do until and well as he can do until Deshaun gets back. Yeah, absolutely. Why would I want Jimmy Garoppolo? Jacoby Brissett can play football, man. The hell do I want Jimmy Garoppolo for? Well, Garoppolo. And I got a guy in Jacoby Brissett, and you look at the first six games, the last two games of the season, I mean, last two games of the suspension, they got it's two teams that I, I don't have it in front of me, New, but I knew it was New the England Patriots and the Chargers. One. And the, Chargers. the Chargers and the Patriots are the last two, right? Yep. Yeah, before that, though, they're messing around with Carolina, the New York Jets. I mean, eh, they got what Pittsburgh. Jimmy, okay, how about this? The Steelers are. Key, how about this? Let's say they do appeal the suspension. The NFL gives them another two games. It's eight games. Let's just say that they lose one or two of those easy pickings games on their schedule, and they're looking at one and two early on or whatever. Do you then say, all right, maybe I go get Jimmy G if he's still out there or no? No. No, the quarterback is – Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett is more than capable of uh, taking care of business with this team, which is loaded, for six games. I, I, when I looked at their schedule yesterday, I figured they can go three and three, maybe four and two, the best, possibly five and one. I mean, you, you act like, not, not that you act like, but when you look at the schedule, What's Carolina? What are the New York Jets? Not what are the much. Pittsburgh Steelers? Like, who are they well, playing? Well, no, the Steelers, at? Steelers, they're going to be – you know they're going to compete, Key. They're going to compete. Yeah, but that, but that's fine. Competing is is one thing, but when you check the box on the schedule, you're not checking the box and going, well, that's an easy win for Pittsburgh. That, that's right. not – this isn't 10 right, years right. ago. It's competitive. You know, and, and I would argue with anybody, Cleveland is a better football team from front to back. Than Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. even though Pittsburgh scraps and fights and claws for Mike Tomlin, Cleveland Browns are a better football team, man. Yeah, yeah, hands down. Yeah. And Key, I, I was saying that if if Deshaun Watson would have been suspended twelve games or more, I I I, I think it would have made sense to possibly go get a Jimmy Garoppolo because twelve games is twelve games. That's a lot of games, and you have a Super Bowl roster that you can win with now and possibly uh, reach that goal that you have. I don't think you want to be out there 12 games, especially when game seven and eight is against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, and then game eight is against Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday Night Football. But when you look at 12 games to a full season, I think it would make more sense then to go get a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo. But if it's, if it's just going to be six games, then no, I got to stick with Jacoby Brissett. See, I don't even think if it was 12, I wouldn't. Look, Jacoby Brissett could play football. And he's I, and never I had. I do agree with you there. He's never had a team like the Cleveland Browns, but the way that it's assembled today, he's never been on a team like that. So I'm I'm willing to give him the opportunity to show me with this team that he is what we thought he was four or five years ago when Indianapolis acquired him from the New England Patriots. This is what I need to know, Key. How is the time away from Jay and me been? Are you restoring your health and uh, sanity? I mean, what's going on over there? No, it's good, man. I'm just, you know, watching the Dodgers kind of just 
slowly pluck along. You know what um, happened? They got the they, the Yankees lost the other day, and the Dodgers had the best record in baseball. Maybe I like the Dodgers fine, but all oh, the Yankees. What happened? It's okay. Braves are taking. Yeah, care well, of that's that's not my fault. I don't have anything to do with that. I'm watching them pluck along. Um, probably going to go to go to a game here soon in the next week or so, mm-hmm. and um, waiting for USC to get going so I could check out a practice and get ready for the season with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, following this this government issue that's going on with the Pac-12 conference in the in the regents in the UC system because UCLA, you know, everybody automatically assumed that UCLA was going to wind up just signing on with the Big Ten, but now you got the Governor Newsom here and, and the Regents at the UC Regents. They've got some issues going because they need people to sign off on things and not so fast. You know, it's a, so I'm watching all that out on the West Coast, really, to be honest with you, Matt. Yeah, Other you know, I wasn't that, even thinking that's a big thing. It, it, it caused, it kicked up such a, a Well, it, no, do you remember that, when it first happened? I said that. I yeah. said, I said, this is going to be a political problem in the state of California because UCLA voting for the Big Ten, that hurts the rest of the UC school system out here. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the governor is the one who appoints all the regents, and the regents got to kind of listen to the governor. They can't just sign off on something, so it's a whole it's a whole thing now. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, yeah no question. I just was like, I, I, like, it just wasn't on my mind that – you're up close and you got a front row seat and, and are, are inside some of those rooms when uh, some big stuff is going on right now. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's interesting because, you know, we automatically assume UCLA, USC going to the Big Ten. Okay, that's a done deal. Well, now you got the political people saying, hold on, man. Now you got people at Stanford saying, well, y'all just going to leave us in the cold? And, you know, Stanford is very powerful. You got these tech companies out here. In Northern California, where's the Pac-12 office? Northern California. I mean, it's just a whole. You got to follow it. You got to follow it. That's all I'm telling you, Max. Yeah, man. It ain't. It ain't as easy as people think it's gonna be. No, it's just up. See you later. Where, what? Where you go? I'm going to join another conference out out of state somehow. Uh-huh. No, it's not. Yeah. Gonna, you know these 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 uh these billionaires that's running this state of California and these school systems out here. They're not just gonna allow somebody to decide to just vote on them. Now, USC can do whatever they want to do because it's a public, private, uh, yeah. a private school yeah. where that's not the case for the UC system. Yeah. But other than that, man, I'm peeling a little bit from, you know, being sunburned. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I woke up the other day in my bed. I was like, what the hell is all this on my sheets? It was all like a snake skin everywhere. <laughs> You're shedding? <laughs> You're shedding your yeah. skin? Oh, yes. God. So, you um, know how it is, Max, man. I... I, I Harry, what's up, bud? I uh, I envy Max, you know, because he's out there on that water in the summertime, <laughs> enjoying life, and I'm trying to get a little bit of that too. No, oh, there, there you have it. Is it raining yet in, in uh, New York? It was raining yesterday, actually, but uh, today it's not raining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But it was sad. We had some pretty, you know, good summer weather until yesterday. But you know, it, it is what it is. Key, you cannot beat LA for the weather for sure. That is Keyshawn Johnson, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. He hosts a fantastic morning show called Keyshawn J. Will and Max. It's on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80, and uh, you are sampling it right now. Thanks, Key. Appreciate it, man. I'll see you guys next Monday. There it is. Key's, Key's, uh... Hey, Key's wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, there it is.
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Harry, you got sticker shock in New York, huh? <laughs> yes. Everything you can't you can't sneeze in New York. You can't leave your house in New York without it costing a hundred bucks. The the crazy thing about these Uber rides, I can be I can literally go max somewhere 10, 15 minutes down the street, and it's going to cost anywhere between fifty and seventy five dollars Uber ride. That's one way now. You're getting the fancy Uber. That's one. You got way. an Uber no. exit around. No, I, that, that's with the Uber X. Uber X fifty or seventy five down the street. Now, I, listen. I said 10 or 15 minutes oh, away. Okay. In New oh, York, 10 or 15, that, that, yeah. that equates to yeah, that could be a while. 30 minutes. Now, this morning, I'm coming in from Long Island, and I'm, I'm looking for parking. Mm-hmm. None of the parking around here is 24 hours, and you're not allowed to park within a 10-mile radius, apparently, of downtown. You need special permits and passes, no parking here, no parking there. And the problem is, this show starts at 6, but we got to be here in the 5 o'clock hour yep. prepping, and it's not over till 10. So, like, if you park on the street anyway, if you find parking, you got to move it by 8 o'clock. I can't move it at 8. I'm on the air. Driving around. If I finally did find 24-hour parking, now, now I have my spot. Is it but a it parking is, deck? cost you an arm and a leg. Is it a parking deck? It's a, it's a garage indoor. Oh, okay. Yeah. I need, I need, well, how much do they charge a day? Uh, I believe I saw, I didn't have any time to worry about what they were charging this morning because, <laughs> like, by the time I'm driving around, I believe they were, it was, like, early bird special. Uh-huh. Which I qualified for. Definitely early bird. Twenty five bucks maybe. Oh, that's not, that's that's, yeah, that's but, good. So but so either way, either I'm paying for parking twenty five bucks mm-hmm. or I'm paying for an Uber twenty five. Either way I'm out just to come or leave work it's fifty bucks to go, go get to and from work. But you can write it off though, right? Never mind. Cause, about yeah, because that's Harry, what I'm going to start Harry, doing. Harry, I'm complaining. Don't worry at the, about it. At the end of the else. year I'm putting it all on my taxes. I'm writing it off. All these Ubers I have to catch yeah. to go eat. Then from the oh, from the airport, my Uber's like Eighty bucks. I'm yeah. like, jeez. Would That's you right. guys rather go Uber or taxi in New York? Oh, Uber. Uber all day. Oh yeah. Uber changed the hey, game. Taxi. Lift too. Taxi. And they, no one's the, in the cab. The real problem with with taxis. I mean, I grew up hailing a cab. If you could, when you could afford it, you could get a cab. But the problem really is when they change. Not only are they dirty and this and that. When they change shifts, no one was on. So like, you could be in Midtown somewhere, and it's three o'clock. Not a single cab is on. They're all cha- they all for whatever reason change shifts at the same time, which is yeah. idiotic, right? Should stagger it so there are always some available. But you have to know the little tricks, right? So if they have their off duty lights on, you just point in the direction that they're already heading, and they might pull over and be like, "Where are you going?" And you can, you know, you got to know the tricks of the trade. Hailing a cab in New York. I've had some brutal stories trying to get a cab here. Hmm. 
Were you still black when you tried to get the cab? Oh, yes. Oh, well, there's, that's your mistake We're not right stopping there. for him. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Joining us now is Harry Douglas in for Key and Jay today. You may remember this guy who was the number one overall draft pick from the New York Jets. Keyshawn Johnson, what have you been doing since you retired from football? Trying to stay away from you and Jay as long as possible. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Willemax, Harry Douglas, in for Key and J today, ESPN Radio. Sean in Florida, what do you think? Jimmy G's, you can get him for peanuts, it looks like. You got Jacoby Brissett, it's a hell of a backup. I think Jimmy G's a hell of a starter. What do you think? So I was curious, what do you think? What if, hypothetically, Cleveland trades for Jimmy G, and this is something he's never done before, but he goes for 1,500 yards, 15 touchdowns, one or two picks after week six, and they're 6-0. and do you stick with Jimmy G, the hot hand, no. or do you go with Deshaun now, Watson? If this is not a Kurt Warner, Mark Bulger situation. I remember clearly I was hosting around the horn that year, and Kurt Warner was the MVP and the best player in football and just won the Super Bowl, and he's the shining star of the NFL. And he got hurt, just like he got his job because the guy got hurt. And Mark Bulger went 8-0 and and kept the job. Kurt Warner kicked around the league a little while after that. He was a tackling dummy for the New York Giants behind a bad offensive line. And it looked like he was washed as far as, you know, the level he'd been at. But then it turns out, actually, no. When he got to a good Arizona team, he was great again. So that's one thing. I get that can happen in the NFL. But not when you have a dude and you've already guaranteed $230 million. Harry Douglas Key explained to me how this works. When they guarantee you the money at signing... They have to have the money in escrow, a quarter billion in cash in escrow. Mm-hmm. He will be starting come hell or high water as soon as he gets back. Well, that's an investment to them. And that's one of the things about the NFL or any sport that a lot of people, the, uh, the, the average friend, sometimes don't necessarily understand. Even if, let's just say somebody come in and, and they do play better, Right than what we think Deshaun Watson could possibly do, which that's going to be hard because you think Deshaun Watson could take this team over the top. Deshaun Watson has $230 million reasons <laughs> why he's going to still be the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. I've seen it happen numerous of times within football teams or a, a, a lot of different sports teams where you may have a, have a guy that's not making that much money better than a guy that you're paying $6 million to, but that $6 million is guaranteed and they're making that money, so they're going to play that guy so they can show that, hey, we made the right decision here. 
You don't like to throw good money after bad, or is it bad money after good? I always forget. But the point, the the, the idea is, you've already spent the money, right? Yeah. So there now there's this there's this tendency to think I, I need to keep spending it because I already that otherwise it's a sunk cost. But maybe sometimes it's better just to say sunk cost. Mm-hmm. This is not one of those times. Jimmy G is a very good quarterback. He's not Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is just better than him, right? So if Jimmy G is winning, you're still going to go to Deshaun anyway. But you got almost a quarter billion guaranteed wrapped up in Deshaun. Of course you're going to stay with dude. Plus he's better. So meantime, Jacoby Brissett is the backup. He is, I think of him as one of the better backups in the NFL. But as a backup. He does a decent job. If, I were, if Jacoby Brissett were my starting quarterback, I would be looking. Yeah. right? But as a backup, I'd be thinking, okay, good. But I wonder, when we talk about backups, if you're still looking if he was your starter, do you really like your backup? Let me give you an example. I think the Giants have a hell of a backup. If Tyrod Taylor were my starter, mm-hmm. I might not be looking, depending on how the team is and how he's doing. I might be thinking I got my guy. So I really like him as a, as a backup quarterback. And, and Tyrod Taylor don't, has gotten the bad raw, the raw end of the Raw, he's just been like snake Cleveland, bit. Baker, snake number bit. one. Justin Herbert, um, <laughs> Davis Mills, like he, he's gotten a. I think he's pretty good. Draw. I think he's better than Jacoby Brissett. But I think Brissett's not bad. You know, Belichick liked him enough to use a pretty yeah, good I mean, draft and pick Bill on Bill Parcells was, was his mentor. Right. So you have all those things that play in factor. And, and the team is loaded, but it is in a division and in a conference where you might be thinking, well, they could, what if they have a soft schedule? They go 5 and 1, 6 and, five, six and 0, whatever, 4 and 2. If you lose that game to the Jets or the Panthers early on, and you're thinking, oh, wait a minute, but what if we go two and four, and that costs us a playoff spot? I wonder what they do, especially if Jimmy G is just hanging out out there, right, to be had for peanuts. What's on first take today, Harry? We have uh, how much much time do we have here? I think we have like two or three minutes. What do you got coming up? I can't tell you, Max. That will spoil the secret. We have listeners. I need them to tune into first take. The lovely Christine Williamson. You have to, you have to figure it's out how be to tease today. it in a way that you don't give it all away, but you, you want the appetite. See what I mean? For example, oh, what we have coming up on this just in today at 3 p.m. New time. Baseball trade deadline, the Yankees move, NFL training camps. What happened with Josh Allen and that fight he got into? Put him up. Put the Oh, we up. get all into it with our experts and our analysts on this just in. 3 p.m. Eastern. ESPN. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.